prison life. If there is something the governments of the world learned from the pandemic of 2020 and later, confirmed by the three-year pandemic of 2034, was the importance of isolation and the undenying fact that pandemics were here to stay. The vaccines were only specific to each particular new strand of virus, so it kept showing up year after year from 2020 onward. Some were controlled right away, but others, like COVID-34, was especially deadly and lingered for years. So governments, in order to protect their economies, decided to isolate the commercial zones so that even during pandemics, these would keep functioning. Major cities, influenced greatly by the economic monsters, started building safe zones. These zones were made by building walls, fences, or blockades around major economic and financial centers, as well as government facilities. These safe zones were equipped with living spaces, food courts, and stores. In case of a pandemic, those that were essential to keep the financial and government systems going moved in. During the non-pandemic periods, these zones would be open for business as usual. But during pandemics, only those virus-free would be allowed to reside in these zones. With time, additions were made to the zones, permanent housing, sub subway systems connecting each zone, and even expansions that included entire cities. Los Angeles, D.C., Manhattan, Seattle were some of the cities that now were protective safe zones. Those cities erected enormous walls that would seal off the city once the pandemics hit. Other cities were not as rich and so privatized the zones, allowing behemoths the likes of Amazon, McDonald's, Google to build massive zones with every possible amenity. These zones were then rented out to those that had the means to afford the high prices. Under their slogan, your safety has no price, the zones were quickly filled up. Other communities and small towns followed suit by building their own zones and closing, but eventually, the thought of separating altogether and restricting access, access to such zones became the logical permanent solution to this way of life. This way, the safe zones would always be protected and could function without interruptions. These actions were backed by the politicians and economic influencers under the pretense of ensuring that this was the only way to be truly safe. Not everyone agreed with the decision, but most eventually were forced of course, the elephant in the room was obvious. There wasn't enough room for everyone, and the spaces available were prime real estate. In order to make these cities more profitable, a lot of them, especially those private ones, charged high fees to every resident. If they couldn't pay, then they were removed. This was made possible when the government announced that these zones were eminent domain. Even though it was clear, these zones were not used for the general public. And so the country was now even more divided. Those outside the safe zones adapted to their new way of life, and for a while, these pockets of isolation did not change the fabric of the country. But it only took the plague of 2066 to change everything. Between the floodings, the pandemics, the fires, the lack of essential foods and supplies, coupled with the longest pandemic period yet, people change. Demanding help and access, they rallied and, and tried to penetrate such zones. But in response, these zones armed themselves to protect their walls and their isolation. Realizing that there were many already potential safe zones, the local authorities gave permission for jails and prisons to be emptied out and for the residents to move in. This made the outside world a lot more dangerous and violent. 
Many migrated north to Canada, but even our friendly neighbors closed down after the masses arrived to their borders. The South was already an open border, and failed countries south of it made it useless to travel. The U.S. was a changed country. It was now the United Safe Zones against the rest of America. No longer could people travel freely or visit cities across country road trips were impossible. Some states decided to block roads and went as far as destroying ramps and highways. America was a country sealed to the rest of the world and to its own second-class citizens. As long as the fear of pandemics and plagues controlled the lives of people, it seemed this isolation way of life was the new norm. And this is how those that were used to luxury and upscale living ended up being prisoners of their own fears and prejudices, living a prison life paid for by themselves. Thank you.